Welcome to Abiding Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget... You can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently airing a series on the Holy Spirit titled, The Missing Person. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 tonight. You know, we're talking about the missing person. Biblical search for the third person of the Trinity. Love, verse 5, does not behave rudely. I've worked with people that are just mean and rude to other people and you know, you, you, then you find out that they're a Christian. They go to a church somewhere and you know, oh, he goes to church. Where? The church of Satan? You know? <laughs> no, he goes to a Christian church. What? You know, it's crazy to think about. But this is the thing. You know, we read, read these lists and we look at these things and we read about this and we look at ourselves and we say, oh no. And so what do we do in response to that? What we do is we run to Jesus. You realize it tells us in 1 Peter chapter 1, or is it 2 Peter chapter 1? 1 or 2 Peter chapter 1, you have to look it up. But it says that we have all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who has called us by, by glory and virtue. Something like that. And, and so by knowing him... We receive all things that pertain to life and godliness. It tells us in that same chapter that we are partakers of the divine nature. Meaning what? Meaning that I can live my nature, which is corrupt and deceitful and lustful, or I can live his nature, which is kind and charitable and loving. And so I have to exchange my life for his life. I have to go to him to receive those, these virtues. I can't manifest them by myself it says does not seek its own it's more interested in what's best for others i love that about romans 12 rejoice with those who rejoice weep with those who weep be kindly affectionate to one another in honor giving preference to one another it's not seeking its own it's it's wondering and and thinking to itself what's best for this person i'm talking to you know i had a pastor tell me that one time he says anytime i'm talking to somebody whenever they're asking something or whenever they're asking for prayer or whenever they're talking about ministry, I'm always praying, what's best for them? You know, and, and so I make a practice of that myself. I think that's important. Does not seek its own. Is not provoked. I like the King James version of this. It says, is not easily provoked. Gives us a little bit of wiggle room there. Actually, the Greek is, is not stirred up easily. Or it doesn't, means not stirred up, rather. The easily is actually added to make it easier. We can't control what others do or say, but we should be able to control by the Spirit, because remember the fruit of the Spirit is love and it ends with self-control. We should be able to control ourselves. So it doesn't matter what somebody else does or what they said. You know, we like to say, they made me do it. But did they really make you do it? Who made you do it? You made you do it. Well, I can't control it. Well, then who is in control? You know, think about it for a minute. 
Who do we want to control? We want the, the Spirit to control our lives. Thinks no evil, why I oughta. What does it think? It takes every thought captive and into the obedience to Christ. You know, that's a, that's a convicting one, isn't it? Thinks no evil. I can't believe they did that to me. You know? <laughs> Get so angry. Verse 6, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Again, this reminds me of Romans 12, 9. It says, abhor what is evil and cling to what is good. In, in our society, what's evil is celebrated, isn't it? I mean, it's crazy the way that we celebrate evil. And, and that's a difficult thing to break away from. Sometimes we have to break away from, you know, shut the TV off for a while. You know, I, I just turned, I, I thought to myself, you know, I never watched the news. My mom was watching the news. She was telling me, and the kids all told me, oh, we watch the news. They've never even seen the news because I don't watch the news because I get so disgusted by it. So I decided, you know, I want to watch the news. I turned it on. It's President Trump and all the stuff that's going on. I'm like, okay, I don't want to watch the news. You know, it's just so depressing to watch the news. It doesn't rejoice in iniquity. But you could just see, and that's one thing that, was, that I was noticing is how the press is so excited to be finally have something on Trump, you know. He seems to rise to the top no matter what. He's like Teflon Don, nothing sticks to the guy. You know, the reality is, is you know, we shouldn't be happy when bad things happen. Do you realize that the Bible says that God does not rejoice in the death of the wicked? You know what he does rejoice in? The death of his saints. God rejoices when good people die and is brokenhearted when bad people die? Why? Because that's the end. And the good people go home and the bad people are lost. See, we're, we're usually the opposite, aren't we? Oh, finally, Osama bin Laden, he's gone, or whatever, you know, and we rejoice and we celebrate the death of the wicked and then we mourn when Billy Graham dies. It should be the opposite. We should mourn when the bad guy dies and celebrate when the good guy dies. Got it all backwards. Oh, verse 7, bears all things. It's an interesting word. It means covers with silence. It, it isn't over there saying, oh man, I'm really going through it. The word actually, when it says bears all things, it actually means it's going through all things patiently and silently rather than bemoaningly, you know, it's kind of a, <laughs> believes all things. In the margin of your Bible, you can write Romans 8.28, Philippians 4.13. I used to be confused about this, believes all things. Believes, you know, just believes anything anybody tells you, what the salesman says, whatever, you know. That's not what this means. Actually, it means to go through things by faith has faith in all situations. That's what this means. Believes God in all situations. Romans 8.28, all things are going to work together for good to those who love God and those who are the called according to his purposes. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Believes God for all things. Hopes all things. So faith, hope, love doesn't give up, doesn't give up holding on to God. Or giving up hope that God can change people. You know, sometimes we do, don't we? We look at the circumstances, we just think nothing can change. Everything's just lost. You know, love hopes all things. Endures all things. You know, it's amazing what you can do for love. 
the things that you can endure when love is our motivation. Jesus loved us so much that he endured the cross, despising the shame. It's also translated patient in some places. The idea is being unmoved. Verse 8 says, love never fails. Love, love is constant. It never goes out of style. It doesn't get old. It's a virtue that will always take first place. Now, now I'm sure when you went through those, all those together, as we looked at all those together, you, we were thinking to ourselves, boy, how am I doing? And, and you know, that's the thing you do. Anytime you go through this passage is you take the test. But first, what you do is you put, in place of love, you just put the name of Jesus. Right? Jesus suffers long and is kind. Jesus does not envy. Jesus does not parade himself. Jesus is not puffed up, is not provoked, thinks no evil. Jesus does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things. Jesus believes all things. Jesus hopes all things. Jesus endures all things. Jesus never fails. No problems, right? Fits perfectly. Okay, now let's try this differently. Let's try... Who should we pick on? Let's try Sam. Sam. Sam suffers long and is kind. Sam. Oh, okay. Blasphemy, right? <laughs> Just kidding. It'd be blasphemy with any of our names, wouldn't it? It's true. It's, 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 it doesn't work when it goes to us. But here's the thing about that. I've known Sam for a while. And I guarantee you, his name, even though it's still blasphemy, his name fits there better now than it did a year ago. And so too for you and me, if we're following Jesus, if we're walking with him, though we're never going to be able to put our names in here this side of eternity, it's not going to be quite as blasphemous, hopefully, each year as we follow the Lord. We're going to be conformed more and more from grace to grace into his image, and and this will fit better. I think we should be worried in our lives if we're not seeing progress or if we're going the wrong direction. You know, we're growing stale. And I'm not too worried about you guys and gals who come out on Thursday nights, you know, because you're more hungry for the word, I suppose. But as you walk with the Lord, you should notice that you're drawing closer and becoming more like Him. Mercedes says, Love never fails, but whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. When the need... For spiritual gifts is gone, it's ended, there's no more need for spiritual gifts, love is going to remain. It is always superior. You know, when the, when the crusty black shell of the Oreo cookie is gone, we'll still have the white stuff, right? It's never going to go away. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208 365 0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmet.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.